Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Guff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn why puppies really do love your who's a good boy voice. You'll also learn about small changes you can make in your daily routine to help clean up the world's oceans with help from special guest Will McCallum. Let's clean up some curiosity. Most people's voices go up a few octaves when they're talking to dogs. But does your dog really like baby talk? Well, research has confirmed the answer is a resounding yes, but only if your dog is still a puppy. Do you do this with your cat, Ashley? Yeah, I do this sometimes. I'll be like, oh, hey, sweetie, what's going on? <laughs> yep, that's my cat voice. There it is for the world to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes it feels weird, but again, research has confirmed this is a thing dogs actually like. So here's the science. In a January 2017 study published in the journal Proceedings of Royal Society B, researchers found that puppies and babies responded similarly to high-pitched voices. They also noted that adult women show similar brain activation patterns when presented with a picture of their dog and a picture of their own children. Now, with this in mind, the researchers had 30 female participants view photos of dogs and say common phrases like, Who's a good boy? The volunteers then read the same phrases of praise to an adult human. Unsurprisingly, the women used baby talk when looking at the puppy images and a normal voice when speaking to a human. Next, the researchers played their baby talk recordings to dogs of varying ages. And as expected, the puppy showed a strong response. But when the researchers played the woman's normal voice, the puppies didn't give nearly the same response. And here's the kicker. The adult dogs couldn't care less either way. Why don't adult dogs care about your cutesy voice? It's so cute. Well, a bioacoustician and co-author of the study, Nicholas Mathevin, explained to Smithsonian that older dogs might just be choosier, and they react only to their owner's familiar voice rather than that of a random volunteer. While the researchers aren't sure of the significance, if any, of these findings yet, they note in the study that pet owners use baby talk for all dogs, no matter their age. This is a spontaneous attempt to get the attention of nonverbal rather than just juvenile listeners, they say. After all, your older dog is still a good boy and won't care so long as it's your voice. Cody, I feel very disappointed that I haven't really heard your, your full puppy voice <laughs> in this segment yet. I don't even do that with babies. Really? Yeah, can't do it. I just, I just feel weird. They love it. Yeah. You should try. I'll think about it. I've got some good news and some bad news. The bad news is that our oceans are getting dirtier. The good news is that there are changes you can make in your daily routine to help get rid of disposable plastic and clean up the world's oceans. And our guest today has some ideas for where to start. Will McCallum is the head of oceans at Greenpeace UK and author of the new book, How to Give Up Plastic, A Guide to Changing the World One Plastic Bottle at a Time. And before we get into tips to help you have a more sustainable September... Let's quantify exactly how big this plastic problem is. Plastic is everywhere. So we're finding it in all parts of the world, in the most weird places. We found it in frozen Arctic ice. We found it in the deepest, the Mariana Trench. We found a whole plastic bag. Uh, you know, some of the fish down there have never even encountered sunlight, and yet they're swimming in human trash. So plastic getting everywhere is causing more and more of a problem, and it's going into the ocean at an ever higher rate. We think around a rubbish truck a minute 
is going into the ocean. So up to 12.7 million tons every single year. And when it's there, it doesn't go away. It gets carried by the currents, it sinks, it goes to uninhabited islands where it causes huge problems for, for wildlife. Okay, so plastic is everywhere. But Cody and I live in Chicago, which is pretty far from the nearest ocean. How does my trash get into the Atlantic or the Pacific? Lots of different ways. So so one way is the most obvious, it's litter, you know, people that live near the coast and, and littering. But there are also lots of dumps that are next to the coast. In in many countries around the world, it's it's somewhere where where dumps are built. And so when your trash goes there, then they it might leak accidentally into the ocean. But Another way is uh, last year, China, which used to take a lot of the Western world's plastic and recycle it, said we can't cope with the amount of plastic that's being sent. So they shut their borders to our plastic. So your plastic in Chicago is now being shipped to maybe to another country in Southeast Asia where their waste system already can't deal with their own plastic. And suddenly we're flooding them with our plastic. I've you know, been a part of an investigation where we found chocolate bar wrappers from the UK, from Germany and from Spain in a jungle in Malaysia in a in a dump there. So so plastic, you know, it gets everywhere. But the last way, and this is one that a lot of people don't know about, is a lot of the plastic in the ocean is what's called microplastic, which is tiny bits of plastic under five millimeters. Often you can only see it with a microscope. And a large portion of that is is coming in off of our clothes. And so if you have synthetic clothing made of nylon or polyester, when you do your laundry, the microfibers, tiny little fragments of plastic, they shed off of your clothes. And they're so small, they go down the drain system into the water system and eventually end up in the ocean where they can be mistaken for food by small fish, where they can get more toxic. They're, when plastic's in the ocean, it acts as a kind of magnet. And so it can be really toxic for the wildlife to eat. But what about recycling efforts? Like, what if I throw my plastic in the blue bin? Doesn't that fix everything? You're a great person for doing it. Uh, <laughs> and, and you should take some heart that you're doing, doing your bit. Unfortunately, less than 10% of plastic in the world is recycled. Recycling, no matter how good it gets, it's never going to be able to deal with more than 300 million tons of plastic every single year. It wouldn't be an efficient use of resources. It would be huge amounts of energy. And, and we'd be much better investing that, that time, that resource, that energy, that money in finding solutions that stop us producing so much of it in the first place, like cutting out the packaging wherever we can. There'll always be a role for recycling, no doubt. There will be kinds of plastic we, we can't get rid of. Maybe we don't even want to get rid of them. But for the vast majority of single-use packaging, we have to find ways to just cut it out because the recycling industry, it, it's too full already, and it's, it's not able to keep up. Wow. So let's start with the worst offender. What's the number one thing that people could cut out today that would make the biggest difference? Well, it's a little different for different people, but I always point to plastic water bottles. If you have safe drinking water, don't use a plastic water bottle. Just get a reusable water bottle. You can refill it in restaurants, in cafes, in shops. You can take it out full of water. There's no reason. Coca-Cola, one single company, produces more than 120 billion plastic bottles every single year. That number is staggeringly huge. And so by by taking a reusable water bottle, by getting one, you're, you know, you're making a stand against that. And you're sending the message that Coca-Cola needs to rethink how it gets its products out to people. They have to start looking at innovating. It would be so nice if we could just point to recycling as a fix-all. But like Will said, one single company produces more than 120 billion plastic bottles a year. 
If everyone with access to clean water got their hands on a reusable bottle, we could go a long way in cleaning up our oceans. And tomorrow, we'll get into even more tips. Or you can just pick up Will McCallum's book, How to Give Up Plastic, a guide to changing the world one plastic bottle at a time. We'll put a link to that and more in today's show notes. Before we wrap up, we wanted to give a special shout out to some listeners who gave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Like EEP2019, who says, I listen to it almost every day. It's great for kids and adults to get smarter. And RB0342864 says, great to listen to in the car with my 11-year-old and 13-year-old sons. Your sons are going to be so smart. Short, all are about 10 minutes, three-ish topics. We learn interesting whys, and it's entertaining, too. We're so excited that you're listening to it with your whole family and that they're enjoying it. And from Ferris Butler, who says, getting my daughter Penelope's curiosity about the world and beyond going at the start of the day is amazing. Raised hands emoji. Ashley and Cody's energy is great for the ride to school in the morning with the kid or by myself on the way to the gym. Shruggy. Keep up the great work, guys. Excellent use of emojis, Ferris Butler. Super excellent use of emoji. And it sounds to me like if you're a parent and you tell all your parent friends about our podcast, you're going to be the most popular parent in the room. Neither of us are parents, but, you know, we're pretty much experts. (laughs) (laughs) And now let's recap what we learned today. Today we learned that puppies love your who's a good boy voice, but adult dogs and maybe podcast listeners could probably take or leave it. And we also learned that we have found plastic in the deepest depths of the ocean and in the most remote regions of Antarctica. But you can do your part to help clean up our oceans by buying fewer plastic water bottles. You remember last week when we talked to Dana Thomas and you said that you started doing less online clothes shopping because of that interview? Yeah, that's me in plastic bottles. That's awesome. I'm like on a crusade against plastic bottles right now. Yeah, I've been using a lot more reusable products Without trying to buy more of them, just using them more. Because I have a lot of them and I just they just stay in my cupboard. Every little bit helps. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. Stay curious.